Attention. Attention in detail. Bless up and lead well. You're a VIP, giving you what you need to succeed. Be best you can in your own company. Attention detail one by one, step by step to get the job done. Pops are gonna break it down to you. I ask questions, get the show started further. Attention detail. Hello and welcome to another episode of Attention to Detail with Eric Bird, moving your brand forward as artists, leaders, and influencers. I'm your host, Jason Bird. Today's episode, five details on why you don't ask for opinions. This show is sponsored by VIP Consulting, Leadership Done Well. VIP trains leaders in the skills they'll need to take their organization to the next level. Vision casting, conflict resolution, staff and volunteer management, and more. VIP Consulting helps clients create an action plan and works alongside you to execute it. Experience what faith-based institutions, individuals, and organizations have come to learn. VIP Consulting gives you the VIP treatment. Go to ericbird.com for more information. And now, here's my dad, Eric Bird. Welcome again to another uh, edition of Attention to Detail. I am here joined by my lovely son jason bird who is yeah who is um doing a wonderful job as the co-host uh jason i don't know what the budget is for the show but whatever i'm paying you i will double it i'm paying me anything well i'll i'll double that i second that emotion wow another old school r&b song that you have no idea that has existed want to thank everybody for paying attention and listening we're getting some wonderful feedback and traffic on what is going on with attention to detail attention. and uh, we are thankful for all of that we appreciate your support um, hopefully you have been enjoying the attention. interviews as well the last interview um, we did well I don't know if it's the last one by the time you get this but attention. one of the interviews we did was about um, 30 minutes long which is too long it's we don't like to go 30 minutes but it was so robust with information. I had such a good time talking to Professor Curry that I just didn't think it was proper to cut it up. So uh, that's going to be 30 minutes. Our goal is to try to get to 20 minutes, around 20 minutes every time. We might be short. We might be a little long. But we want to be able to give you leadership content in a way that you can digest it quickly and uh, that you can understand. So we appreciate your flexibility in that regard. So... I enjoy leadership stuff. I think you as the listener, you probably tell that I enjoy leadership content. Uh, I enjoy leadership items and reading about it and checking it out on Twitter and other, you know, just places on the web, that kind of thing. I also humbly think, Jason, that I have a flair for being provocative. I like being able to provoke opinion, provoke conversation by coming up with cool ways of uh, presenting information and that kind of stuff. So I just thought that this would be good. You know, this is these are some good reasons why you don't ask for opinions. You don't ask for opinions, okay? Um, opinions are like, let's see, let me see if I can come up with a G version of that statement. A G, a G version instead of an R-rated response. Let's see. Uh, opinions are like fingernails. Everybody has them. So if you as a leader are chasing down opinions from people, uh, you will very often do what our, what our loving dog does every day. Chai wakes up every day. She follows my wife, Jason's mother, um, 
uh, around the bedroom. And then when Goldie gets done brushing her teeth or something, she'll come outside. And before she goes outside, she runs in a circle to chase her tail. And it's funny because <laughs> she never really does it any other time of the day. No. But it's almost like she's been asleep all night. And she goes, you know what? What is that tail doing? I got to get it. And then she's like, it occurs to her to chase her tail. She never catches it. And I'm also like, what what would be the goal once you caught it? Like, what mm-hmm. would you do with the tail you if you caught it? it? Like, what 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 would be your... So it's like she chases her tail. She never really gets it. Then she gives up. And then she goes, okay, I'm ready to go out now and handle my business. So this is uh, these are... How many do I have? I have five. Wow. Here are five reasons why. Five details on why you don't ask for opinions, Jason. What's number one? They may actually have one. Yeah, so... <laughs> I never ask for details, son, because, or opinions, rather. I never ask for opinions because they might actually have one. And here's the problem if people have one. Again, I don't want to lead people from the perspective of chasing my tail. Now, this is what I mean. Uh, Let's say that you're a worship leader at a local church like I am. And let's say that you are gauging your success as a worship leader based on the opinion of the people that you serve. Okay. Okay. So if there are a hundred people now we're in a pandemic, so obviously these numbers are not accurate. They're not skewed. I mean, they are skewed. They're not accurate, but let's just say there are a hundred people that attend a worship service. How many opinions do you think I could get if I asked a hundred people, Hey, what you think of the music today? A hundred. There you go. So I don't know if that's your best place to put your energy. It kind of puts you at like a deficit in a sense because it, it, it opens up the floor yeah. for people to just kind of like some people have legitimate opinions like like just like feedback. But then there will, be, of course, be people with opinions that will like try and poke at like whatever system you have. And then it kind of like interferes with your whole scheme. Well, most people's opinions are coming from their own opinion, right. you know, and that's not why hopefully you're the leader. Right. You're the leader because you're supposed to be able to filter opinion and do what's right. Now, there are a lot of people that do what's right, and that's not popular opinion. Right. You know, there are some great examples of people that have made uh, uh, difficult decisions that may not have been popular, that was against pop, pop, uh Public Public opinion opinion. or popular opinion, but it was the absolute right decision to make. So if you want to take like a sporting context, like you look at the Baltimore Ravens, okay? Baltimore Ravens had on the roster a quarterback who's already won the Super Bowl in Joe Flacco. They drafted this kid and they realized that they were able to get something out of this kid that they couldn't get out of what they had. So there was talk at the time, oh, well, given, you know, Action Jackson, the keys to the car this early may not have been may not be prudent you know he hasn't earned it how do we know whether he's going to be any good well nobody's really saying that now mvp of the league so they changed their whole offensive philosophy they changed everything that they do because what they used to do didn't fit the new quarterback right Mm. so i never really seek opinions from people i'm happy to i can't even you know that's a lie i i was gonna say i'm happy to receive them i'm not i'm indifferent to receive them if somebody says hey that's great I go, I'm glad that that struck your spirit well. If somebody says that was awful, I'll say, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. But I try not to go too far, too up or too down. Right. What, I, what, I, what I do and what I encourage people to do is to seek opinions from qualified sources. 
Not that people aren't qualified, but you know what I mean. The people that like have a legitimate yes, like, people yes, people that have done what you are doing. Right. People that are in the same game that you are, but they're doing it better, stronger, bigger, faster, better. You know, their opinion may or may not be unbiased and helpful. But I try to seek opinions from people that uh, that are doing it, that understand what is uniquely Have like a bit more of an idea of what they're talking about. There you sense. go. There you go. Would you take journalism? I won't even say it that way. I'll say it this way. What is going to be more helpful to you as you develop as a journalist, a fellow journalist that works for the Washington post or ESPN, the magazine, or, you know, one of your friends who spends their afternoons, you know, playing Fortnite. Right. Okay. Everybody's got an opinion. But which one is going to make you a better journalist? Right. What's going to make you a better musician? I always I try to take lessons from people that are actually performing, not just people that can teach it. So they may actually have an opinion, and that's why I usually don't ask for them. What's another reason? What's number two on why you don't ask for opinions? Opinions are like asking for advice. So you have to be careful, in my opinion. That's kind of funny, pun intended. Oh, wow. Yeah, did you see that? Uh, yeah, you have to be careful asking the people you lead for advice. Because that might give the false impression that you can't lead and set a standard for the team. And so this is what I mean by that. There is a reason why you are the leader. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why you are leading. So if you are constantly going to the people that you lead and asking them their opinion on how you should do something, eventually you're demonstrating for the team, why the heck, am, why, why are you, if you're just going to come to me to ask me what I'm supposed to be doing, or what we're supposed to be doing. Why are you leading? Why are you making more money right. than me? Why are you the vice president? I it should... sounds like you're just asking for like how to structure your organization. Or how to do your job. Right. Like I, my job is not to come in and tell my boss how to do their job. My job is for my boss to tell me how we're going to do our job better. Right. So you want to be that person. Don't ask your team for their opinion. You know, what you do is that you be, and this is what they call in the business, son, a segue. Oh, wow. See, this is what they call in the business, a segue. What you do is ask people for the weather. Number three. Yeah. Ask people for, what's number three, son? Instead, ask for the weather. Yes. What's the weather? Oh, it's a little cloudy outside. A little weather coming in. Oh, this might be snow on the horizon. Oh, some rain. is good. Okay. Oh, wow. Ask your, ask your people, ask your teammates that you are leading, ask them the weather. What's the temperature like out there? Is everybody on board? How do you feel about the new initiative? How did what we decide in the last staff meeting, how do you feel about that? It's like open-ended but towards a directive. Yeah, you're asking people, you're asking people that you're leading. Um, I, you're demonstrating that you care about them as people because you should. Right. You should. You should care about them as a people. But you're firm at the same time in saying this is where we're going. That's how you differentiate. Diffie. Differentiate. Differentiate. Thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Between like an opinion or advice and between like getting feedback. Like it, it's almost like the same word, but two different sides of it. Okay. It's like you're you're asking them like for number three, you're asking them, how did you feel about this directive? Sure. Without trying to get like advice, but yes. you're trying to care for them as people. So it's like two sides of the same coin i guess in this that sense. helps inform right. your lead yeah so so you can have a staff meeting and you can say how you're disappointed with the numbers that came in in the third quarter or you're disappointing with production okay well you can say that in a way that in your mind is constructive 
But your team walks away with that going, you know, I kind of feel like you were chastising us about it. We were doing the best we could, and now I feel like you're crashing on us, and you mm-hmm. were kind of mad. And that may not be your t- your your intention at all. You may go, oh, okay, I didn't want to come off like I was angry. I just wanted to have an answer for why we weren't performing up to what I thought we were going to do. So ask your team the temperature, and I would do that individually. If you're leading a worship team of six or eight or nine musicians, that to me is a personal conversation, or that might even be like a cool little online survey that you can create. But individually ask, how's the environment? How's, uh, how are you doing with what we're, with what we're doing? Um, am I serving you well? Am I resourcing you? Am I giving you the information that you need to be able to do what I'm asking you to do? What's the temperature of the team like out there? I know I said this, but how does everybody seem to feel? Have you been hearing anything around the water cooler, if there's a such thing as water cooler talk water anymore? Cooler. Um, but ask the temperature. Don't ask for an opinion because, again, you don't want to lead based on the opinion of the people you're supposed to lead. Mm. You know, I don't like it. Well, you know, when you were a baby, you even now, you don't like vegetables. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to give you what's good for you because you don't like it. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mr. Ice Cream Man. Number four. This is on why you don't ask for opinions. Number four. Instead, ask for prayer. Now, obviously, this is for churches, faith-based institutions and that kind of situation. But, you know, ask for support. Ask to be resourced. Ask for prayer. Ask for help. It That displays that you take your leadership seriously and that you need help from God. It proves that you don't always have the answers. But ask for help. Like, ask for prayer, ask for, look, I know that I'm asking you guys to do something that's way, way out there. It might be something that, um, you know, you hadn't thought about doing. It might be something that we have trouble doing, but, you know, let's pray about it. Let's be intentional about shooting to get that standard. But, you know, what I don't need is I don't need you to tell me how we can't do it. I don't need you to tell me why it's not going to be done. I don't need to hear why it's difficult. I get that it's difficult. Putting mm-hmm. man on the moon was difficult, but we did it. I understand that. Like, I, There are a lot of things that can be accomplished, but they're difficult to do. The converse of that is usually if it's easy to do, you probably don't value it. So Like, don't tell me that it's hard. I already know it's hard. Don't tell me that it's difficult. I already know it's difficult. Don't tell me that other people haven't done it yet, that other people maybe aren't trying this or that kind of thing. Like, I don't need to hear that. What I need to hear is, you know, let's all roll up our sleeves, see if we can get this done. And along the way, let's pray about it. Let's be supportive. Let's love one another. Let's support one another. Let's celebrate, you know, uh, um, victories and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 be supportive. OK. And then lastly, we've only got five. There's only five. Yeah. We only got five Number details. Five is opinions do not equal direction. Yes. I may get a million opinions. And while they may inform a decision, they very well may not move the organization forward. Okay, so the example that I've used in the past is sort of like this. Like, um, did you know, by the way, that people are coming to the house tomorrow for dinner? Did you know that? Yeah, you're uh, not you're not no. part of that dinner. I just because I work. Oh, you work tomorrow. Okay, good. Yeah, make that money. Um, oh wow, mortgage is gonna be due. Okay. Um, oh, the point wait. is. Um, uh, uh, yeah, so imagine if I have some people over the house tomorrow for dinner, as I will, and uh, I got this wonderful piece of steak 
you know, I've had like four steaks cut and these steaks are a hundred dollars a piece. I mean, they come from Bolivia. Yeah. You know, they come from Bolivia. You know, they are like the, the Kobe beef, you know, the lines in the beef are like perfect. It could, you couldn't find a better uh, steak anywhere on the, on the planet. Right. And so I'm going to create this steak and I hooked it up, man. And your mama's grilled steaks and steaks tape, you know, look good. I serve the meal to the people and the people eat the food. And then afterward I say, how did you like the dinner? And they say it was awful. And I go, I don't understand what you're talking about. Like I, I, you know, I, I bought the best cut of meat. I, cooked it the best way I could I presented it to you like the best way I could I gave you I even gave you a clean plate and a clean fork to be able to eat it like I don't understand what's going on and they tell you they're vegetarian okay well that's why the meal didn't agree with them because they don't eat meat that's a long way to make this point your opinion does not necessarily equal the direction that we're going because if you're a vegetarian, it doesn't matter what kind of meat I serve you, you're not going to agree with it because that's not who you are. Right. <laughs> See what I'm saying? And a lot of people base their opinions on stuff that doesn't agree with who you are, where you're going, and where you want to take the organization. They want to default. Their default position is, I want to stay where I'm comfortable. Right? So that's why I rarely ask people for their opinion because special is the person that would say you know even if even if it's to my detriment i think i agree and i think you ought to do a b and c because my opinion is that'll move the organization forward rare is the person that would say you know what i think if you want to increase production you need to eliminate my position which would then fire me so that the organization would be better so i'll go pack my stuff and leave rare is the person that would do that so that's why you have to make sure that when you ask for a, an opinion, make sure that you know that it's simply that it does not equal the direction you're supposed to go. You know, you may sp spend energy getting a million opinions, but they may or may not give you um, what you need to lead well. Now, I'm going to try to articulate this in a way that does not show my hand. OK, you ready for this? You ready for this? I, I can't wait. I'm going to give it a shot. Mm -hmm. OK, here we go. Everybody, everybody put on your seatbelt. Okay, here you go. Strap it in. So we're in a pandemic. Mm -hmm. There are school systems that are facing pressure to open the school. You still right. with me? Okay. Open the schools. To my understanding, as we record this, there is no inoculation. There is no vaccination, which means potentially everybody is eligible to get this COVID-19. Mm -hmm. Okay. What we know is by at this taping, about four million people have been affected, infected with the virus, and about one hundred forty thousand people have unfortunately passed away. OK, we have pressure to open the schools. Here is what I would I would uh, I would say is how your good intentions actually do not serve the people. Mm -hmm. School starts in a lot of places in 30 days or within 30 days. And there are some schools districts that have not made a decision right. on whether schools are going to be all day, five days a week, like in person, some kind of hybrid or at home. And what they've done is they have sent out surveys to ask people their opinions on what do you think we ought to do mm. with your children? Do you want to send your kids to school? Do you want to do 
So mm-hmm. my question just simply is not not necessarily even debating the question, but it's just simply the validity of the survey. Let's say let's say uh, 50,000 people say I want my kid in school all day. And 49,999 people say I want my kid I want my kid at home. Does that inform you to make a decision because it's only one person off? No. No. Okay, let's say that 50,000 people say, you know, it's incredibly dangerous to send our kids to school. They to, and let's say 49,000 or 51,000 people say, eh, it's probably all right if they get sick. You know, they're young. They can fight it off. Does that inform your opinion? No. no. So to me, you would be, to me, now you can send hate mail if you want to at eric at ericbird.com. But to me, it makes way more sense. Make a decision. Right. Make a decision. Live with the consequences. Have the leadership. I won't use that language. Let's see. Have the leadership muscle to deal with the blowback, knowing that you're not going to please everybody, and just deal with the fallback. Because it's their decision at the end of the day. It's your decision. It's your. That's why we hired you. <laughs> right. Like that, that's like that's why that's we your voted. job, not our job. Lord help us. That's why we <laughs> voted for you. We voted for you to make the decision. I didn't vote for myself to make the decision. We didn't say, okay, we're going to run the school board based on public opinion. <laughs> so for every decision we make, you're going to have to you're going to have to send in your opinion on what we're going to do on every single on every single. That, wouldn't like be? there's public opinion on some stuff. Jesus, like, Jesus, Lord, help us keep at us the end across. Of the day, it should all be. Everybody's got an opinion on everything. Right. So how does that inform you to be a leader? It actually makes it more difficult. It's more challenging because then you then you open up discussion. Yes. For for, for all a these... bunch of knuckleheads right. that, that may or, or may, may not, not have your best interest at heart. Yep. So I would much rather. I would much rather have somebody make a decision that I didn't agree with than in six months, a year, four years, two years, I can vote you out of there. Right. But at least I know where you stand. I would much rather have a leader stand up and say, you know what? We made this decision because we thought it was the best decision to make with the information we had at the time. If you don't like it, you have every right to right. vote even in Even if they're wrong. Yes. Even if they're wrong. Yes. It could be against what, let's say some school board did what we didn't agree with. We can be mad with it, but at the end of the day, we can make decisions and they can make their decisions. And then right. we go on with it. And then in a couple months, in a year, two years. We make that decision if they stay in or come out. Or and that, by the way, son, as you uh, so eloquently uh, uh, had that input, that, by the way, is leadership 101. Hmm. Le- effective leadership is not being right 100 percent of the time. No. That has absolutely nothing to do with leadership. Leadership is being clear 100 percent of the time. Hmm. Leadership is not being right. There is no great leader, not Vince Lombardi, not Abraham Lincoln, not John F. Kennedy, not Jimmy Johnson, not, you know, uh, Saban, not LeBron James. I can't, you know, not, not, uh, not MJ, not Rosa Parks, not Martin Luther King, not Shirley Chisholm. You know, no leader is right 100 percent of the time, but great leaders are clear. 100% of the time. And when you're not clear, 
that actually serves as a disservice because that invites other people into your decision making right. process, which, by the way, actually muddies the water. Makes so it, more difficult. it makes it more difficult. So let's have a little recap. Uh, let's see. These are the five details of why you don't ask for opinions. Number one. They may actually have one. Yeah, they might actually have an opinion. That's kind of scary because, after all, if they had a, if they were good at having opinions that help, they'd probably be the leader. They you, would be in charge. Yeah, you and you wouldn't. Uh, two. Opinions are like asking for advice. Yeah, and plus it just makes you look like you're afraid to lead. So be careful about asking just random mugs off the boulevard for oh, their wow. advice. Okay, three. Instead, ask the weather. Yeah, ask what's the temperature outside and not not just like what your opinion of the of the of the weather is ask what the temperature of your team is number four instead ask for prayer yeah ask for prayer ask for support ask for ways that you can help uh guide the team in a way that is good for everybody and last number five opinions do not equal direction yeah make a decision make a decision do what you think is best with the information that you have move forward Thanks, Dad, and thank you for listening to Attention to Detail. We'll be uploading new podcasts every week, usually on Mondays, and you should be able to find us wherever you get your podcasts. Write a review and like us. You can also follow our sponsor, VIP Consulting, at ericbird.com, my dad's trio at ericbirdtrio.com. This content will be uploaded to the Eric Bird Trio YouTube page, and show notes can be found at ericbird.com slash blog, where you can also follow the show on VIP Consulting Twitter and Facebook pages. What's the last detail you want to leave our listeners with, Dad? Leaders, creatives, influencers, you never have to be right 100% of the time. You have to be clear 100% of the time, decisive 100% of the time. Seek opinions from folks doing it better than you. But the pursuit of opinions for opinion's sake will not help you. You will never make everyone happy, so don't try. But you can lead everyone with integrity, decisive movement, and the strength to deal with the pushback. Thank you again for listening to Attention to Detail with Eric Bird, moving your brand forward as artists, leaders, and influencers. I'm Jason Bird. Until next time. Attention. Attention. Attention.